0: Another episode of the Happy Horror Cross Break All-Time Horror Radio Show Sideshow, Crappy Pasta Crohn! Oh, (laughs) sorry, thought I saw a spider. (laughs) Oh, on this special episode, I'm not going to read anything because I'm going to let friend of the show and co-owner of the network forthhand. Brent Hand take over and read a story for me. Brent, what do you got?
1: We discovered something in deep space. by Richard Saxon. Forty-three years ago, on the 5th of September, 1977... ...a space probe was launched from Earth and sent on an endless journey through space. I
0: said, lunch, that lunch!
1: The probe, which was affectionately named Voyager 1, contained a multitude of information regarding humanity, including our language...
0: Ya bastard! You stupid southern shandy-drinking bastard! I'll kill ya, bastard! I'll fucking kill you. ...our art... I saw this boat in half!
1: and in a more metaphysical way, from souls.
0: 106 miles to Chicago, we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it.
1: Today, the little machine is 22 billion kilometers away from Earth, the furthest reach of our species. Though not a manned vessel, it is still a part of us. Despite its distance, we're still keeping contact with it and during its journey spanning almost half a century, it has given us an insight into the mysteries of the universe we thought we could only dream about. My own father spent most of his life on the project, and I have since followed in his footsteps. I dreamed about taking over his work even as a 12-year-old kid, and eventually these dreams would land me at NASA's doorstep. Little did I know that only a few years into my work, the one question that has plagued us since the dawn of mankind would be answered forever changing the course of human history.
0: How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop?
1: Does she see why kids love Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Where is the Are we alone? Are we alone? Are we alone? Alone. 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 alone? alone? On the 7th of December 2019, I arrived to the office after having been called in at 4 in the morning. I immediately noticed the panic that had erupted overnight and with my co-workers scurrying around the office, confused, horrified, but seemingly excited about a picture sent from Voyager 1. The monitors that usually displayed little more than numbers and boring graphs now all show the same singular image, that of a blue planet. I approached one of the screens and studied the photograph. In many ways, the planet resembled Earth, vast blue oceans and split land masses, but none of the continents were recognizable to me and the clouds hovering above were red with a vague yellow tint. Hey, Dan, what's this? I asked my neighboring co-worker. At first, he barely noticed my presence, too engrossed in his own work as he stared at the screen with a mixture of terror and...
0: Anticipation.
1: Hey, what's the picture? I repeated.
0: It came from Voyager 1. He said,
1: barely a whisper. Impossible. The last image sent from Voyager 1 had been received in 1990. The famous pale blue dot, an image we posted on the wall of our office for inspiration. Since that fateful day, our engineers turned the camera off to save the robot's memory, assuming we could still receive more valuable data in the future. Don't be stupid, that's impossible, I said. They turned the camera off decades ago.
0: Something,
1: something turned it back on, he said with a shaky voice. His choice of words confused me. I- instead of indicating that a person had done it, he said Something. What do you mean? How is that even possible?
0: I don't know. But the signal that turned it on came from the planet on the picture. It overrode the system, effectively hijacking the probe.
1: I looked back at the picture, noting its bright surface, an impossible image without a nearby star to light it up. But according to all available data, Voyager 1 should have been several light years away from the nearest star. <laughs> mumbled excuse me
0: I said the signal came from within the Oot cloud <laughs> I know it's 300 years ahead of schedule we rechecked it five times it doesn't make any sense
1: before I could ask any further questions my supervisor called me in the main office There he showed me the transmissions we received from Voyager 1. Apparently, it wasn't just a picture, but a sequence of numbers and codes hidden within the radio signal. Do you know what it means, I asked, listening to the mess of sounds about 10 times?
0: Well, that's why we called you in. We were hoping your father left behind any ideas about his work before he uh, passed away.
1: My dad was a magnificent man, brilliant in his own way, but obsessed with fighting the possibility of extraterrestrial life. Throughout the past century, Earth had picked up a multitude of different radio signal, most of them just an after-effect from collapsing stars and random background radiation. However, among the mess of noise, several coherent messages had been filtered out from the symphony of the universe. The only problem was that we had no means with which to translate them. My father never could, he could only determine their origin, which fit perfectly with the current location of Voyager 1. Then it dawned on me that the last message coming from Voyager 1 wasn't just another random signal sent from a thus far unknown planet, but a mathematical key that could be used to translate everything we'd received so far. My theory was that this species that had hijacked the probe had used it to understand our language, instructions of sorts. We spent the next few days deciphering the message, desperately looking for the key. It took a lot of sleepless nights and countless amounts of caffeine, but eventually we found the answer.
0: doesn't look like the answer. I don't remember eating that.
1: Without hesitation, we applied the decoder to all previous messages originating from the same region, the first one having arrived in 1968. Though we had what was essentially an alien dictionary, the language they use contains so many foreign concepts, ideas we still don't understand, but what followed is the basics of what we've deciphered so far. We ain't found shit! December 7th, 1968. Is there anyone out there? March 15th, 2003.
0: Help! Help I need somebody. Help! Help not just anybody. Help. Help! You know I need someone.
1: October 23rd, 2010. They are here. September 19th, 2011. We did our best, sorry. Though the direct messages didn't make much sense on their own, the planet had emitted a continuous signal that seemed to contain a very comprehensive history of their world. As far as we could tell, their species first surfaced 10 million years ago and had reached a level of technology that is so far beyond our own that we can't even begin to understand it. They make no mention of war. But they talked about a defense grid around their system, one that had been ineffective against the threat mentioned on several accounts. The most appropriate translation of this threat had been termed the Ludix. The... I believe that. The I... The Iudex. The Ludix. The Ludix. I don't know which one of those it is. I'm sorry. If I'm saying they wrong, just let me know. <laughs> Since the last distress signal in 2011, their planet fell silent. It was a heartbreaking discovery to finally find intelligent life other than our own, only to have it extinguished immediately. The more horrifying fact, however, was that their demise wasn't one of their own making. No, their end had come at the hands of a far superior species, one able to travel through space only to wage war and destruction. Yet despite their end, a final message was sent to Voyager 1, one that wasn't calling for help or giving us a detailed history or ideas on how to reach them. Instead. They left us with a final warning, a simple message, and a translation key. All they said was, "You're next." <laughs>
0: you're next? What? Ah! Your next cup of coffee? <laughs> oh, because that's what you're gonna need to hold yourself over until next episode. Oh, but don't cry, baby dolls. It ruins the flavor. Instead to fill the void, why don't you go check out any of the other shows on the 4th Hand Network? Or to app? Ah. <laughs> Got a bunch of good shows on that. I'll even go look at the little video clip things on YouTube look up Happy Horror Coffee Break. I'm sure you will be thoroughly Disappointed. <laughs> but until next episode, crank up the Yacht Rock. Peace! Hit it! it without biting.